I'm Aaron Schachter. This is The World. When U.S. forces withdrew from Iraq, there were predictions that the country would slide back into civil war. Those predictions didn't pan out, though today they looked as if they might. A series of coordinated assaults hit at least 15 cities and killed at least 107 people. Correspondent Jane Araf is in the northern Iraqi city of Erbil. She says today seems like a turning point in Iraq. The sheer scope of it was staggering. There were dozens of attacks, and the deadliest death toll, the highest death toll, believed to be since the American forces left. This was really a wake-up call for a lot of people. Has anyone claimed responsibility yet? Not yet. It generally takes a couple of days, but it's certainly in line with statements by the Islamic State of Iraq, which is an al-Qaeda umbrella group. They put out a statement just on Saturday saying that they were launching a new offensive. And they essentially said that this was marking the start of a new campaign. What are they hoping to accomplish by these attacks? Is there a a stated goal or goals? There are a couple of goals. They want to drive Iraq back into sectarian war, civil war. They're pretty open about that. The other goal is, as the name implies, they want to declare, actually want to run an Islamic state in Iraq. They believe that Baghdad will be one of the capitals. The scope of the attacks today, as you mentioned, was quite staggering. I wonder what this suggests about Iraq's ability, the current government's ability to uh, protect itself and its people. You can't really have the organization, the skills or the manpower to set off this number of bombs without having some support. And that's really what a lot of people are worried about, that after everything it took to drive back al-Qaeda, when the Sunni tribes aligned with American forces and fought against al-Qaeda, that it could be slipping backwards again, and they could be re-emerging in some of these areas. Now, as we're speaking to you, you are in the Kurdish part of Iraq, and that has historically been relatively stable. Is that still true today? It's extremely stable, but the lines here are very finely drawn. It's not too far from Kirkuk. And Kirkuk, of course, is where a lot of those attacks took place today. There were bombings aimed at police patrols in Kirkuk, which is less than about an hour from here. Kirkuk, of course, is that city in the oil fields that's claimed by both the Kurds and the central government. So the backdrop to some of this violence is the political turmoil that's going on here between the Kurds and the Arabs and between the Shias and the Sunnis and all different kinds of layering of conflict going on. Now, Jane, today the Iraqi government reversed itself and agreed to let Syrian refugees into the country, which I have to imagine is a welcome relief for the Syrians. They'd already let Iraqis who had fled Iraq into Syria come back. I wonder if there's a concern that the border might be open to fighters going back and forth. Well, that was the original concern that led the Iraqi government to say it wouldn't let in Syrian refugees. Now, it was kind of an untenable position because Syria was the country that more than a million Iraqis took refuge in after 2003 and during the sectarian war. And you're absolutely right. The worry really is that it's not just families coming across, that because of those porous borders, it could be fighters coming back again and restarting the violence that Iraq has just emerged from. Is there any concern, do you think, on Syria's part that fighters are now going the other way, that Iraqis and perhaps even Kurdish fighters are going into Syria to fight the regime there? 
Absolutely. The Syrian government has actually accused Iraq of allowing fighters to go back into Syria. And Iraq is now worried that as al-Qaeda moves and moves across that border, if the borders fall, they could come back again. What it's worried about more than anything is a Syria that is breaking up, the borders being a free-for-all, and violence starting again around the edges and creeping back into Iraq from Syria. Correspondent Jane Araf reports from Iraq for the Christian Science Monitor and Al Jazeera International. She joined us from northern Iraq in the city of Erbil uh, in the Kurdish part of Iraq. Jane, thank you so much. Thank you so much.